sinning. I'm sinning watching this. <laughs> and he was just like, uh, it was in slow mo too. And the little piece was like right over one eye. The, was <laughs> it was it waving? Was it yes, like kind of moving in the wind? <laughs> and he would be like, uh-uh. See? That's not okay. That's not okay, bitch. Right here. I'm lusting. I'm lusting. <laughs> That is not After somebody else's husband. <laughs> oh, who's playing Jesus? Yes. Okay. And I'm telling y'all, his tunic, it, it came to the knee, maybe. Oh, <laughs> like, y'all. His calf, he had good calf muscles. That's why too. I was like, can we, can we give him a long tunic? Yeah. Can he get a wrap around the middle? Jesus been doing calf raises. See? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was not, a lot of that. It's not right. It's uh-huh. not right. It's not right. Um, and Chris Michelle, who did Chris Michelle play? Was she Mary Magdalene? Like, yes. you know, she was. That makes sense. Okay, and welcome to another episode of Broke, Gifted, and Black. I am your co-host Nana. I'm Nikki, and we have the same hair today. <laughs> we do. We did not plan that. <laughs> But natural girls, you know, tend to sometimes have the same hair, so it's all good. Yeah. Um anyway, uh it's been it's been a week since we've seen you guys. And uh uh two weeks, just kidding. Yeah. So hi. 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 We're doing fine. Um, let's just hop right into BGB news because um Maybell, Mabel. 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 It's Mabel. Are you not black? I mean, yeah, because I a, feel like it's... You don't, have a, you don't have an old black auntie named Mabel? No, my aunties are Nigerian. Oh. Their names are like... Name my baby. <laughs> 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 their, names, their names are like Ogechi. Like, <laughs> not Mabel. Okay. Not Mabel. But I, it's, I feel like I've heard Mabel. But anyway, Mabel. Mabel. Okay. Tyler Perry is bringing a prequel to Medea to Showtime. He is currently developing Mabel, which is described as a prequel to his popular Medea character, tracing her roots in the 1970s Atlanta. Now, um, is he... I don't think he's going to get back in the suit because he swore that off. But how how do you feel about this? Because this is now like Showtime is a bigger platform than I don't want to say it's a bigger platform, but it's a different audience than BET. Yeah, it is. I'm 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 um I'm curious to see how it's going to pan out. I can't imagine him being Mabel if he is if it's a prequel, right? Because Right. Or unless he's just going to play the younger version of Medea that's thin or, you know. I mean, he he did take that that thirst picture. That thirst picture. Yeah. Yeah. With, after, with the abs. After him and his boo broke up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, folks were like, hey, Tyler and all that. And, he looked good. I mean, he did. He He looked like he'd been to the gym. You know, mm-hmm. drinking his water and his protein mm-hmm. shakes and stuff. So, um, you know, I, I'm 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 very interested to see it. You I, I don't know. If I, well, I don't. I can't remember if I have Showtime or not. Um, oh. Yeah, and I'm not going to get it just for. I don't have Showtime. So yeah, but. um, I have 
I think I have stars in HBO. Yeah, I think that's where I'm living right now. So, um, good for him. You know, he he's doing. He just is doing so much, and he's continuing continuing to employ black actors. Um, Amen. And so, kudos to him. Kudos, Mabel. Kudos to Mabel. Um, I like Maybell, but um, that's just my opinion. Um, moving on. Okay, so I don't know if are you? Do you watch Jeopardy? Yes, I watch Jeopardy. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I mean, he, Alex Trebek like raised many generations. But like, he did. I have. I I've watched a couple times since he has gone on to glory. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw an episode with Doctor Oz. Um, a lot of people were mad about that. How did how did he do? I think he did well. I mean, I I personally think that it should be like um a um the Ken Jennings or um like he should host. Yeah. There's something wrong with Ken Jennings. Like something like something went on with him that he's not going to be the host. I don't know. It was like racism or He's or, a racist pedophilia like it was something weird in his past i don't want to say pedophilia i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry but like there was something odd in his past he's he's on other things he's on a show called the chase he's on um something else um or even the other other uh other jeopardy guy there's three of them that were that did really well there was the one that i could not stand james i think was his name um he he was the one that started the whole skipping all over the board thing, um, uh, um, th- trying to find the daily doubles um, yeah. right away. And he was like, everything, he went it all in and he made the most money, I want to say, of all time. More than Ken Jennings? I thought Ken Jennings was like... Ken Jennings had the, the all-time um, longest run. Oh, uh, okay. But this guy had the most money because he would mm. always like literally like go all in on his double jeopardies all he'd go in all in on the final jeopardy i mean he just he made a shit ton of money and then there was another guy that was like semi cute um and i can't cute. remember his name yeah he was semi cute um, cute and knows random information yeah, hello i know right i mean i mean in the in the grand scheme of what's cute for kind of nerdy guys um uh, let me see all jeopardy all time winners um bah, bah, bah. So but while you look up the cutie, so there's a petition being shared, which I have not signed, which I will sign right. for another man right. who raised right. a couple generations right. LeVar Burton to be the host. Uh I think I could Hold go on. with Wait, it. What? Yeah. You know what? Hold on. You know, I, this usually does not happen during the middle of this podcast, but I need some water. Hold on. I forgot my whole water jug. Hold on. I'll be right back. Nikki is Nikki is going to go get some water. Okay, so basically, um, there is a petition um, online to get the hosting gig for uh, to LeVar Burton. And Twitter fans are very much on board, but Twitter kind of jumps on board with kind of anything. Did you get your water? Girl, yes. Okay. okay. We had an echo today. Yeah. We always have an echo. Do we? Yeah. Has it been on like the recordings? Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's because we're recording audio and um, video at the same time. You guys are getting a, a peek behind the curtain of how this oh, actually... Oh, I got some behind the curtain too later. But anyway, 
LeVar Burton, Ruth. Yeah, well, reading Rainbow. Well, here, let, let me tell you why I made the face I did before I went to go get some water. Um, so are you a basketball fan? I used to be, so. Have you ever heard of Le- LeVar Ball? Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Big baller. B- big baller. That's, a, whatever. that's where my mind went when you said LeVar Burton. Oh, heck no. So, so I was like, what is he going to be doing? Does he even know what Jeopardy is? No, no. He'll be like, he'll be hawking his shoes on Jeopardy. <laughs> that's why I was like, what? no, no. Reading Rainbow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I approve. <laughs> I think he would be great. I, I and I would love to see him constantly. So yeah, yeah. If you happen to see that petition online, go ahead and sign it. Oh, oh. You know what? You're right. Jen- Ken Jennings did actually win. He was the highest winning. I was wrong. Oh, okay. Two point five million. James Holstower, hey. two point four. So he was like a hundred thousand dollars shy of um of Ken, but he wasn't on there nearly as long. So Ken Jennings had, he played 74 games and um, he won consecutive 74 games. And then James Holzauer won 32 games. So. Oh, he played it, less. Half yes. and almost yes. got the same amount. Yes. Dang. Yes. Crazy. Dang. Yeah. First of all, how much, I mean, information, because like, I, there was a time in my life, this is a side note, this is not about the, well, it's kind of arts because it's on TV, but there's a time in my life when, and of course I was being encouraged by my mother, where she was like, you should go on Jeopardy, you you know everything, no, no, you're answering these questions. I'm like, I think, I, I, do you think I should? Uh, yeah, no, I don't know that much. I don't, I mean, I know, but not, not. Not what they know. Not all of that information that's on there. And there was a time in my life when I was like, yes, I could really go on Jeopardy. But to win $2.5 million from knowing random information, like how, like what? My stepdad could totally do that. Really? Oh my God. Yes. Then he should go on. He He is like the smartest man alive. And he is like, like I'll sit there and we'll watch Jeopardy sometimes together. Well, it's been a while, but um, we would just sit and watch Jeopardy together. And he would like answer all these questions. And I'm sitting here like, how do you know all of this useless information? How? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, at least make knowing useless information work for you. Make it work. Yeah. And indeed. Speaking of uh, useless information, I-, I don't know how to transition. Kanye West. Yes. Where we're going? <laughs> Useless. <laughs> I was trying to make a good transition. But I, mean, I like it. I think that works. I mean, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, d- are you surprised by this? That Kanye is he reportedly con- Netflix bought a multi-part documentary for thirty million dollars. Um, and the project has said to be in development for 20 years. So I'm confusion because Kanye made a big deal about being on Keeping Up With The Kardashians and like, I don't want to be recorded and all this other stuff. 
And according to this, he has been documenting every aspect of his life with the intent of bringing it to his fans in the ultimate documentary. I mean, you're surprised by that. Why? Because he's a- I just... I, I thought that he was opposed. He's freaking, are you kidding me? He's a drama king, married, or not going to marry very much yeah. to the drama queen. But I mean, he's, he's an attention whore. I mean, I think the, I think the whole antics of, oh, I don't want to be, I don't want my life filmed or whatever, whatever. I think that was all just part of the show. I mean, I think it's a show. It's all a show. Sure. You know, sure. and he's. I, but 20 years, yeah, I mean, like, like 20 years, sir. Yeah, to, through the fire. This was back when. Uh, yes, when yeah. Kanye was Kanye. When like, Kanye I remember. Was, when Kanye wouldn't have left anybody for a white girl. Because that's what it's not. Oh, yes, yes. And he thought that George W. Bush did not care about black people. Right. And now Kanye does not care about black people. But. I I mean, I just remember like real Kanye. I wonder if his 30th birthday, I remember I lived in New York and he had his 30th birthday at the uh, Louis Vuitton store on Fifth Avenue. And I was like, I want to go. Mm. But like, that's that's the Kanye I have in my mind. And so I'm like wondering if this, is, of course, is going to be in his documentary because that covers that span of time. But I was just like, I don't know. That's just, that's very meticulous. That's very, very... Odd. Calculated, very calculated. Yeah, he's an absolute narcissist. Yeah, he is. He is. I mean, although I don't, I don't have a problem with Kim Kardashian. I is it just me? What do you mean? Why don't you have a problem? I mean, okay, here. Yeah, I don't have a problem with the Kardashians. My problem with the Kardashians is that they're giving this whole, um, an unrealistic view of what a woman should look like. Yes, I do agree with that. This I mean, whole weird thing with Chloe is kind of dumb. I mean, you saw the, it was on, I guess it was on the shade room or something where she had this whole yeah. diatribe about, you know, I'm the ugly one. My daddy ain't the same daddy. And I work for this body. You work to look like a carpenter aunt. That is, but like, I feel like that is the shape that is in right now. This like really, t I mean, it's in for certain people, but this really tiny waist. And but that is not normal. That is it's not, not normal. That's not, that not. What that is, is surgery. I don't care yes. what anybody says. You cannot tell me that you did that by eating right and exercising. Your body does not do that. It doesn't do that unless, I mean, you literally had, one of those, and I have them. I ain't even gonna lie. I got one of those those waist trainers. I have one. I went from a medium to a small. I'm in a small now, thank you. I'm on the first little rung thingy, but dang it, I'm hey, I'm I'm making it happen. However, comma, I don't believe that that what she is working with right now no. is real. No, no, no. There's, it, no. but but you can't sit there and say it is and lie to people and say it's real. When it's not. Okay, here's the thing. Two things. It's real because she bought it? No, 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 no. It's fake. I mean, come on. You look at old pictures of her. You're like, honey, you've had lots of work done. You look like a Muppet. But I, first of all, one of the funniest comments that I saw 
is like chloe people are dying like first of all <laughs> they they kind of are yeah. girl girl we are in the midst of a panini and we just got rid of Trump, there was an insurrection. Like, there's all kinds of stuff going on. And you talk about your body? You look fine. I saw that picture. You look fine. Did the, somebody delete it? Or what's the picture? I didn't see it's, it. There's a picture of her. So this all started because there was a picture apparently taken at a family gathering that wasn't her usual photoshopped pictures. <laughs> it was It was a normal picture of her it wasn't touched up okay and so they literally went to normal people or gossip sites or other people's instagrams sending them messages their lawyers sent them messages what? take this picture down there are people who actually got their account suspended because what? they posted that picture and if you look at the picture the girl looks fine but she is it's Chloe. She's freaking out because there is an untouched photograph of her in bad lighting at a bad angle uh, that doesn't make her look. And I'm just like, girl, come come on. I, like, I really want to see it. I'm going to send you the picture. I mean, like, they've tried to do a very good job of trying to scrub the picture off of the internet. Mm -hmm. um, and people are still like, come at me, bro. So, I don't, <laughs> oh, I don't oh know God. if it's still there because, like, one girl posted it and then she was like, um, I feel like Chris, uh, Chris Jenner is about to come after me. Um, Lord have mercy, but it's it's seriously not a bad photo at all. Um, and it's so funny because now I can't even find it. Lord have mercy. I mean, the devil like, works hard, listen, but somebody has got to. Okay, here it is. I'm a, I'm a, let me screenshot it and send it to you. It's really nothing. Well, and here, here's the thing too. Like I find this like terribly terrible um, because, you know, I, I mean, I'm not, I know people, people change, people grow all of that kind of stuff, yada, yada, yada. But like, okay. So here is a photo and I don't know how the hell we got on. I don't know how we got on this either because we still have to talk about that versus. That was that four hour versus. Okay, so up on our screen right now is a picture of Khloe Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> then and now and here's the thing wait did you put it up on the I don't see it you don't see it mm -mm. you're not or you must not be looking are you on StreamYard or are you on Squadcast oh oh my bad okay I'm on the wrong one right oh god oh okay. god huh. so <laughs> I hate you for this. You cannot tell me that that is just simply weight loss. No. Her whole, and makeup. And her whole face is different. And, you know, I, I can understand the pressure of, you know, wanting to be pretty when your sister is pretty and your, you know, your other sister became pretty 
Um, oh Lord. <laughs> like the only one to me that's like genuinely like real pretty, like that's pretty because she was born that way, or the two of them, is Courtney and Kendall. I thought Kim was born. Pre- I thought Kim was always pretty. Um, Kim, Kim, Kim is pretty, but Kim is not. Kim has done a lot of work. Kim but when they post, of- yeah, when those when they post those pictures of them as young, like when they were young, Kim is always the cutest one to me. What? To me. To me. To me. To me. To me. To me. You think she's cuter than Courtney? Yes, I do think she's cuter than Courtney. Ow, Courtney hasn't had hardly any work. At all. I feel like she's gotten good work. That's what I feel like. She's gotten some good work done. Not like, um, and how are we still, <laughs> the Kardashians okay. are broke, gifted, and black. Okay, I but, don't know. Listen, well, because but I sent you the they picture. Try to be, they try to be black. So here, um, they are. Okay, here's, here, here is, um, come on, add. Here is Kim prior to, like, that is that's a wreck. That's a wreck. Like, I mean, but when you look at pictures when they were little, she, or when she posts younger pictures uh, of herself uh-huh. before she started to do I don't know what and uh-huh. spray herself with orange paint. Um, but but this baby, hold on, this baby though. Ready? Are you ready? Oh God. Okay, go ahead. You ready? Okay. Go ahead. Ah, this, this baby. Ja. <laughs> if, if, if that ain't the best transformation ever in the history, look at them lips versus versus that line. You ain't got no top lip. Anyway, why are we talking about these doggone Kardashians? Back- well, because we got from Kanye. Kanye is like forever, of course, going to be linked to them. But him being a a billionaire now, um, and this Netflix deal, which. I'm interested to watch this documentary and I'm very interested in how he tracks his own mental health because in this documentary will also be the death of his mother. And we will also see, I feel like after the death of his uh, mom, he just kind of was different. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I, I've oh. heard that happen very often that a lot of times people just, they just can't take it. And you know, they, they, they just lose their, their senses and, it is. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Um, and so you just downloaded. Ew. Did you look at? The, are you looking at the picture? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think she looks bad. Doesn't look. She doesn't look bad. But she looks bumpy. And I think that. I think that's the surgery. Huh? I think that's the surgery. Well, but that's normal. Like. That's normal. Like. You're an almost 40-something-year-old woman. You're going to be bumpy. You're not. You... Yeah, but compared to what she posts, that just look. You know what I mean? Like, but no, she I'm... still looks fine. I think she looks fine, too. She, I mean. You look fine, Chloe, honey. People, Chloe, people are dying. Well, and you can look at her belly button, too, and tell that that belly button's not real. That's a made-up belly button. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's been tucked and squeezed yeah. and slashed. It's been squeezed. It's been squeezed. She it's posed. Been she posed for the picture. That is. That's well, she did, but or I think maybe someone just took it. But you know, sometimes you post for pictures in your family, and you don't expect it to end up on social media. There's some pictures I have that please don't post, family. 
I know some of my family listens to this. Don't don't post that shit. I'm gonna come at you. Um. Okay. To the main event. How many hours did you watch? I was on for at least two. Jesus. I was in and I was in and out. Because here's the thing. One thing that really bugged me, and and I I know why they let him host is Steve Hardy, Harvey. I just did not need all of his. Why? Theory. Why did they let him host? Well, I, okay, so I opened it and he was still talking. And I was dumb. like, when are y'all going to get to the music? And then I closed it out. And then I think I fell asleep and didn't. didn't it's his it. commentary. Like, I was just like, dude, can we just get to the music, please? And he had outfit changes. I was like, is this your show? All of, I mean, all of them did. Go ahead and run. Ron Isley over here with the glow up, looking like daddy. No, I'm like, okay, he he got him a Kardashian makeover. Because I I haven't seen Ron Isley since when he was making out the um, closet, coming out the closet in the closet. Yes, with 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 what's his face, and that was not the same man. Not at all. I was like, what What did your new wife do to you? Because... It's, you know, what's crazy is a beard apparently changes the way a lot of people look. Listen, this beard fish, I... Before dating a man, you need to ask to see pictures of him without that beard. Because that beard changes lives. Like everything. Like, like, if, like if women could grow beards, I don't... I don't... Would it, I feel like it would help. Well, hey, we are we got hair. We, we got we do. hair. We do. We got eyelashes. We got we makeup. Do. We do. But we that do. beard, thanks. True. So that they beard. They just, they just getting in on the game. Men are just coming in on the game. They're like, okay, how can we do a sneak attack? And now it's the beard. The beard <laughs> is the sneak attack because, like, look at like um, and you might not like him, I, James Harden, um. Okay, without it, he looks like hello. Hello, but with it, I'm like, hmm. But then he opens up. Has he fixed his teeth yet? That's the real no, question. No, not all the way. Like, and all this is what I don't understand too. Is like, why you fix the top but you don't fix the bottom? Like some people do that. And I'm like, why? If you going in your mouth, just do it all. The whole, the whole thing. The whole. I saw that with um. I was watching Unsung, and I was watching Hezekiah Walker Unsung. Um. Do you know who that is? Got yeah, singer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Donnie McClurkin was on there. And he had like Donnie's teeth up here is just white. And then this bottom was like a whole shade of yellow, like your shirt. And I'm like, why didn't you whiten the bottom too? But that's neither here nor there. Back to the verses. Um, you didn't listen, so I mean, well, I watched clips. I watched clips after it was over because I at the I really wanted to watch, you know, because I talked to my niece about it, and she was like, "Yeah, she's gonna watch it with her mama and her grandma." I was like, "Okay, enjoy." And I I started, but Steve Harvey, I was just like, "This is not Family Feud," so I don't want to like hear from you. I just, you know, in like verses, I'm not going to lie. I Maybe I'm simple. As we talked about this, I think two weeks ago, verses came from the whole pandemic, you know, people being stuck in the house. And so now I feel like it's this big production. I, I kind of want to go back to the simple days of Teddy Riley's bad Wi-Fi and, you know, seeing people's 
set up in their home and just having them just play. Now it's a whole big production. And this, I know these are legends. I learned like that was music history for me. I don't, I did not know that the Isley brothers um, made saying shout. I had no idea. Uh, stick your hands up and chop. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that, that song has been co-opted so many oh, times. Oh, that like, I don't know where it came from. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know that it originated with them. I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. shut up. Yeah. Y'all are like, damn. And it's 1959. I, y'all span so many decades. I mean, so for me, it was music history going back and listening. Um, and they all looked amazing and they're all older men and their hair looked good. It, I mean, Bernie's just like, here. I'm like, Bernie, bruh, how your hair still look like that? Press out. Just, just, his press, like we need information, okay. sir. I know. He looks like my dad, my, my bio dad. Really? Does he have that good hair, that long, like? Mm, mm. But I mean, they looked amazing. They're still like able to sing. You know how maybe sometimes people get older, they lose their voice. Um, yeah, exactly. It w- it was great to watch. I watched the clips, but I could not. First of all, it was four hours. Right. I I mean, you, I mean, it has to be because they have freaking forty decades of music. Five, isn't it five? Forty, 40 decades. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Four hundred years. Yeah, four hundred oh, okay. years. <laughs> I'm being facetious. They were making music for Moses. But it's just like, I I was like, damn, y'all have really been in the game for a long time. I thought it was great. I thought it was wonderful. I think that means Beyonce needs to come on if legends like Earth, Wind, and Fire can be on verses. Like Beyonce, where are you? Beyonce ain't gonna do no verses. But if Missy Elliott, I swear swear to, listen, if Missy Elliott does a verses, I am shutting down life. I am getting like a whole three bottles of wine, maybe some vodka, some tequila, something. And I'm just going to sit in front of the computer and nobody better say a word to me like ever. I am definitely going to uh, do a lot of reenactments of the music videos. My favorite music video is always I Can't Stand the Rain. Uh, I really wanted just to be in that video for whatever reason when I was younger. Like that was just that was, that was the thing. I mean, she she is greatness. Like I like I can't think of I, I don't I don't like the the ladies today. I'm sorry, Meg the Stallion, Cardi B, whatever, Lil Kim. I, no, Missy was the shit. Yeah, she was and still she is. is. She is. Yeah. Not I, even was. She is. No, because she's still making music, and I just need her to come out with more. Like I said, that's like she her like. I like her and Lizzo. Like Lizzo, when I I have Lizzo on my Pandora, I'm you know I'm sure nobody listens to Pandora anymore. But anyway, um, I don't care. I don't my sister in law does. I don't care if they if you don't if you don't you be hater whatever. Anyway, um, so I have my uh, Lizzo station, and Lizzo typically brings in a lot of Missy stuff, and like Missy. She's so freaking good. She is. Like, I just is. like will put her on replay and I jams my ass off at the gym. I do. I do. I'm like, Missy, girl, you are something special. Something yeah. special, Missy Elliott. 
Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. Miss Misdemeanor Elliot, if you would like to come on versus, even if you did like a a D'Angelo and she just did a by herself. Oh, he went by himself? Yeah. It wasn't a, it was just a a, a susus. A susus. It was just because I remember I, I turned it on and I was like, well, where's the other person? And I was just like, oh, it's just it's just a D'Angelo concert. What did he I I'd missed that one. Did he what did he look like? Did he look like, He looked great? Oh, he, he looked really like good. good. He looked like good D'Angelo, not like yeah. oh no, okay. not like later D'Angelo like who's broke been down, through the ring. D'Angelo. No, 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 no. He looked really good. Um so it, I really want to see that. I think that Swiss Beats and uh, I forgot Timbaland, y'all need to make that happen. So, um, any particular part that you enjoyed? Any song you were trying to sing a song last time that you didn't know the words? Did you, did you learn the words? September? No. Okay. No, I still you, listen. I. Oh, you know who else would be a good versus? Stevie oh. Wonder. And I don't know who. I saw that. Who I was feel he? like I saw that. Really? I, I saw someone talk about Stevie Wonder on versus. I don't know if that's like real or people were just like putting that out there. Stevie Wonder. <laughs> oh, I would get my whole life with Stevie Wonder. That would be. I would get my dude. whole life. Overjoyed. Oh. Uh, oh. I would just. Oh, my God. Isn't she lovely? Oh, I just called to say yes. Wow. That, was uh, my anniversary. that was uh, that was my engagement song. That's uh that was what was playing. Living when... in the sky. Oh, all the love. I don't know the words. Okay, yeah. never mind. Yeah, there's a ribbon in the sky for our love. love. So, oh, but who would he go up against? Like, who I have no idea. Would... But I see Kanisha. Kanisha's coming to the to the waiting room. Oh, she, oh, oh, hi, hi, Kanisha. Has she has she she made it into a squadcast yet? Let me see. No, not yet. Jen pinged in a squadcast? Not yet. Okay. I see her with her earbuds on before I'm gonna bring her in here in a second. But before we get to our guest, we just want to send prayers, deep, deep, deep prayers of life and healing to DMX, who is still on life support. And I saw somewhere that his family is about to make the decision to either take him off or I don't know. So uh, just praying, praying for him and his family. It's not looking good. Yeah. And did you see where Claudia Jordan, I think she, she actually like posted on the 6th of April, like, Rest in peace, DMX. And then I saw that she uh, apologized, but I didn't know what she apologized yeah. for. Yeah, it's like quit killing people. Yeah, let let's let's hear from the family, I, Claudia. Like anybody, like even like regular folks. Like you see people on social media that's like, oh man, I can't believe, it. oh my boy gone, blah, blah, blah. and like nope, the family hadn't even said anything, and they're over here sending rips and stuff. And it's yeah, like let the so. family rip a person you know what I mean yeah wait wait just wait yeah and also read the articles that you post because y'all be posting about how like you know somebody died and it's like they died five years ago 
they hey, you know, re-kill somebody. <laughs> All the time. It's like, did you, did you not see that this article was in 2012? Like, I, cause sometimes it catches me off guard and I'll be like, oh, but wait, yeah, wait. Oh, been dead. But you know who I thought had been dead that I realized just died was little Richard. I think we said that on the show. He's been dead. Yes, I did. And then I saw, and they put him on the, um, it was on an in memoriam. I think it was, I want to say it was either the SAG Awards or something just here recently. And me and me and Carlton looked at each other again and was like, I thought he'd been dead. I, wait, was it for 2020? He died recently. He died 2020 or 22. Okay, 2020. Yeah, okay. he did. And it's like, I, yeah, I thought he'd been dead a long time. But anyway, um, like Michael Jackson did. But he, you know, Michael Jackson's been dead almost 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that though. Yeah, but that's we my thing. I to... thought he was. I thought Little Richard was like somewhere right behind that, but he lived a long time. But anyway, <laughs> all right. So we want to welcome to the show uh, our friend Kanisha Thompson. Yay! Welcome, Kanisha. Hello. I have known Kanisha now for 145 years. And we've been in this business together for a hundred and forty times. <laughs> <laughs> you two, have you two worked together? Like in no, class. Not, not on, not on a set. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. What? Mike's movie. We did. We but we have never worked together. We were in the, that same movie. Uh, uh, the not the golden voices, Jesus, uh, a heart that forgives, a heart that forgives, hearts that forgives together. However, we were never in the same the same scene. We have never been. And because I took a picture, we was all there. Oh, at the but I mean, we walked into the church together. Yeah, we ain't we ain't never said two words to one another. Yeah, on this yeah. So did y'all at least look at each other? In no, the scene? because we didn't have nothing to do. Our stories were not. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you know, in the you know, in the the um, spiritual Christian reconciliation, Tyler Perry walk into the church and get forgiveness scenes. Of gotcha. We gotcha. all we all walked into the church to get forgiveness and to be forgiven and to forgive other people. So gotcha. um, that's where we um, cross paths, but we have never been in the same. Um, but we took a picture. We did take a picture together <laughs> in the church house. So Kanisha actually made her acting debut as a radio personality in 2003. Since then, she has expanded beyond radio and appears in over 30 film, television and theater productions. She's also voiced numerous anime and video game characters. During her 18-year acting career, Kanisha has worked with Irma P. Hall, William H. Macy, Charles Malik Whitfield, Rooney Mari, Mara, Brittany Snow, and Academy Award winner Casey Affleck, to name a few. Gaming fans will recognize her as the voice of Lady Aurelia Hammerlock in the Borderlands series. On screen, you may have seen her in Hooking Up, A Ghost Story, The Old Man and the Gun, and most recently, The Chosen TV series. In 2015, Kanisha was honored with BroadwayWorld.com's Best Supporting Actress for her 
Award for her role as Dusty May in the regional theater production of Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Hey, go ahead then, Dusty. Despite her busy acting career, Kenesha has a real passion for arts and education. She's a member of Actors' Equity Association and has cut off this piece of her bio. Thank you, Nala. A native of Arlington TV. (laughs) A native of Arlington TV. No. Arlington, Texas. Kanisha studied broadcast journalism at the Scripps Howard School of Journalism and Communications at Hampton University and earned a BA in journalism and communications. She currently resides in Dallas, Texas, where she got a boyfriend. I love him. <laughs> when Kanisha is not working, she loves her relaxing with her lovely. Yes, that's her lovely, her lovely Justin. Hi, Justin. And enjoying live theater and TED Talks. Kanisha is represented by the Mary Collins Agency in Dallas, the Chantille Lindsay Talent Agency in Los Angeles, and managed by Carolina Talent in North Carolina. Girl, look at that bio. Look at that bio. She's so impressive. She's so impressive. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, ladies. Y'all are fun. Of course. And that one line, that one line that I missed, I'm sorry. It was in the email. I just want to point out, Nikki could easily go to the email that she is also a part of that chain and could have gotten this bio. But she's a member. No, 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 no. She's another member. No, 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 no. The bio that's in the email is talking about Long John Silver. She don't want to talk about Long John Silver. I know. Talk about Long John Silver's or iMart Express, which she does. She's also on Dragon Ball Z, Xenoverse, the prequel of Borderlands and Battleborn. And then she was in Two Trains Running. And uh, she did it's the so right calf life. And uh, what's the one that I went to see where you did? You got to do that girl. You were the the, the bomb uh, agent. King list. What's it? King list. King list. But she didn't even list. So I didn't listen. No, I was trying to be more succinct. And, mm-hmm. so it was, you did great, Kanisha. Don't worry. Uh-uh. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <y'all> <laughs> you know, bragging. Brag, girl, brag. Brag, brag. Brag, brag. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome to the podcast. Yes. Thank you. We are happy Thanks to help me. have you. Um, Thanks for having me. No, no. Were you going to say something? No, I wasn't okay. going to say anything. So, Kanisha. It is. It's always interesting to to find out how people got that acting bug. So, how did you make the transition from radio to TV, stage, and film? And I'm assuming you went stage first, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I just all of it. It's very incremental how all of this happened. Um, as you mentioned, like my degree is actually in journalism and communications. Uh, so I was a radio personality in school. And then when I graduated, I was supposed to get a job. Y'all talking about being broke. I was supposed to get a job at the ABC2 news station in Baltimore, Maryland. I had interned with them for the summer and they really made me believe, like, we love everything about you. This whole interview is just a formality. You're amazing. We'd love to have you. And then at the last second, they were like, yeah, no, we went with somebody else. So, <gasps> yeah. Was the other person an intern too? No, I don't know. I feel like, so what I think happened was the woman that was working in the department before me, they hired her from being an intern. And like, she just decided, I just don't want to do this anymore. And like, she just left and went and did something different. And I think that they didn't want me to do the same thing. Uh, being all young and like, eh. and she, cause she just left. I don't even think she's in the industry 
anymore at all. So I went through all those hoops, didn't get the job. And so I was like stuck at graduation and had to come back home. Um, and that's how I started acting at church because I, that was the only place I knew. And I started off actually in the, the media department at my church. And then I saw, you know, they were doing the cool plays and stuff. And I was like, I yeah. really want to do that instead. <laughs> so that's how that jumped. Speaking of, which is kind of cool because you just finished because Easter just passed and you did the um, Easter production at the Potter's House with yeah. some folks. And I mean, I, I, you know, I don't read beforehand. Um, I don't see anything about that in there. So let's go ahead and talk about that. See, this is what happens. See, this is impromptu. Oh, um, shut up, Nana. Um, so how, how was that? Huh? I oh, know. So do I look? At the lens, do I look at y'all? You look wherever you want to look. I we I, I look, look. I'm gonna be. <laughs> yeah, I look. I just it. look forward, and it it works out. Okay, okay. I don't even look forward. I look at different stuff. I'm just all over the place. I'm just like right now, y'all over here somewhere. Yeah, and I'm like, do you just see this part of my face? Oh, um, I center. I center people, so y'all are right here. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, okay. So the Potter's House situation that was. That was really fun. Um, they brought in guest artists, Devon Franklin, uh, Chrisette Michelle. Um, oh, oh, is she Marvin. back? We got her back. She's not canceled anymore. Just kidding. She was never canceled now. by church Nussie. folks, though. So. <laughs> I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. Did she repent? Did she repent? <laughs> Bishop, did she say I'm sorry, Bishop? I didn't mean to go and sing <laughs> did she the wear, inauguration. Did she wear a basket? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we are messy. Y'all sometimes. are all kinds of messy. <laughs> Chrisette was actually really great. I she was I very sweet. She didn't have no business saying at that man's inauguration. Anyway. I really thought she was going to be a diva, but she was not. How the hell are you going to be a diva when you just got kids? Listen, you, you are more nice. elevated than me. You uh, nice. Who else is it? Oh, Marvin. I believe his last name is Jones. Marvin, um, I thought you were going to say Marvin Sapp. Mm-hmm. But see, that's the thing. Every time I say Marvin, I almost say Sapp. And so I was like, I think it's Jones, not Sapp. Um, but he plays... Um, the bad guy on Black Lightning. Mm. Oh. In it too. Okay. I don't watch it either. But did, uh, did, um, Devon, what you say his name was? Isn't that uh, Megan Good's husband? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He was Jesus. He was Jesus? He was oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. Did he have dreads? No, he had definitely had a lovely haircut and a lot of muscles. And I was like, listen. Right. Okay, Jay. So okay, Jay. Jesus got a fade. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Jesus. Can we cover him up a little bit more? I mean, Jesus. No. It was when he came out. I said, y'all go. Okay. (laughs) I want the clinic to be a little bit long. Can it? He did come out a little. Little little buff? A little slow. You know, Jason. When you you play the savior of the world, you gotta, you know. You gotta have muscles. He walked on water and stuff, so that that takes a lot of muscles. He was slow. Okay, Devon. I see. That was fun. Like, 
And it was. You had to catch yourself like, wait a minute. That's right. He Jesus. He Jesus and this is a church and it's Easter. Hold up. Sorry, Uh sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can his tunic be longer? Yeah. Okay. Too much calf action. (laughs) was too much. Because I'm lusting right now. (laughs) You can't. In the church house. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you kind of touched on it, but like, so now you're represented by Mary Collins, who's one of the, you know, premier agents in the Dallas Fort Worth area. So, how did you go from church drama ministry, which you're still currently doing, um, and doing local theater to getting this representation? Because you were with Horn? Mm-hmm. I was with Horn. I was with Horn for about seven years. Um, and then it was just time to kind of like expand. And the thing about it was like getting an agent at all. It was something that was, like I said earlier, very incremental. I was in a play with other women who had agents and I asked them like, y'all think I could do this? Y'all think I could do this on camera? I don't know. And they were like, sure, sure, sure. Yes, yeah, submit. And you know, Suzanne Horn was the first one that got back to me and I auditioned for her and it was great. And so then it was about learning how to do it on camera. And then as I was learning and growing and moving and I wanted to expand. So then I did another project with other actors who were with the the Mary Collins agency and they gave me a referral. And that's how it Gotcha. And so, but then getting, Nikki's doing some. So then you also got other representation though. So the first representation, and I, that's how I got my first representation was I was in a play. I Mm -hmm. asked people, I was like, do you have an agent? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, I'm good. I think, I think you should refer me to your agent. They're (laughs) like, yeah, sure. It's okay. Fine. Um, But then like moving on, getting to Mary Collins, like you just submitted or did she see you in something? And then getting the multiple representation, especially people who are not in Dallas. just to help the audience, because I think sometimes, like, especially right now, as people are creating their own material and creating their own space, hoping to be seen, sometimes uh-huh. they're not seen. You know what I mean? So you kind of stay in this limbo of no representation, but you're still kind of working. Right. Does that make sense? Oh, all the sense. Um, I think... So what happened for me, like I, I always have to preface this, like this is this was my little story. Um, and, you know, everybody's journey is different, but it was similar to when I was in the play and other people had agents. And I asked them, just like you said, um, I was working on set on another project. With people who were with Mary Collins and mm. we were talking about, you know, wanting to move and expand and grow and la 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 and they were like you should just come you should come to Mary huh oh sorry I forgot we were on squadcast my dog's over here licking herself and I (laughs) muted myself and then we still heard you though (laughs) I think you were talking to Kanisha I was like what did she Hey, did I say too much? I, I was like, was that? Okay, go ahead. Kenisha. My bad. Sorry. I forgot we were on two platforms. My fault. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> well, I, was just, I was, I was uh, working on another project with actors who were with Mary Collins and they were like, yeah, we can give you a referral. Like you should just come work with Mary. She'd be great. And they gave me a referral. And so when I submitted my stuff, it was because I got a referral. Both times was 
from a referral. Mm, got you. Got you. So I am, I don't remember when I met you, but I met you and I've met you again, but we're also friends on Facebook. So I love seeing you post your work and I'm like, yay, Kenisha. Um, so what role are you most proud of so far? Because there's so much more to go. And what is your dream role? I would say right now, my the role that I'm most proud of is the one that Nikki mentioned earlier um, when I was, that was the first time I was a lead in a play. Um, Cause I had been saying, you know, Lord, I really want to, I want to be a lead. I want to do leading roles. And I was in this play called King Liz about Liz Rico, who is this um, black woman in a male dominated field. She is a sports agent and she's very cutthroat and being a lead in that project. It really forced me to think about like, what does that mean to be the lead? because it was a whole lot of work. I've never had to work that hard in my life. It was a lot of lines. There were several times where I didn't leave the stage. Like the crew people came in, brought me different props as the set changed around me because I'm in all of the scenes. Oh, and wow. it was just like, oh, I'm, oh, I gotta do all of it. And I remember being in rehearsal and they were like, yeah, Kanisha, we're changing you know, the rehearsal order. We're gonna work on this scene instead. La, 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 la. And I'm just like, I looked at the director and was like, I'm in all of them. So it doesn't matter. I'm still going to be here because <laughs> they were changing around so other people could leave. Um, but be like having that mindset of like, oh, gosh, this requires a lot. Mm-hmm. That really, really touched me. And the fact that I did it because there were several days that I was driving home like, what did I agree to do? And I'm crying and I'm frustrated. Like, how in the world am I going to learn all these lines? There was one scene in the play in particular where I'm having a conversation with two different people on the phone for the audience. And my assistant is in the room, too. So I had to remember, like, okay, who am I talking to and, like, the relationship with each of the other people that I, each of the other owners of these um, sports teams that I'm trying to get my, um, my client signed to. And I had to be able to differentiate that for the audience. Mm -hmm. It was, it was like just the mind craziness. It's a lot. It was a lot. lot. Yeah. But I mean, like, like you want it, but then when you get it, you're like, Oh wow. Okay. But you did it. But you did this it. This is what this requires. So yeah, I appreciated yeah. that. That that role really changed my life. And I mean, you know, the people who saw it, it was in Fort Worth. It wasn't like a huge, huge, we didn't have like very big audiences. Early on we did, but as it dwindled, you know, people came, they came. But it wasn't so much about people seeing it. It was just like, yo, I did that. Right. And every time I want to get frustrated about something else, I go back to that show. And she did that. She did it. Yeah. That. So yeah, that's my favorite. So much. (laughs) And then any dream role? It's um so I would honestly like to play someone who like battles mental health. If Mm. that makes sense. Somebody who is wrestling. Because I feel like that is a topic that is not addressed enough in the black community in particular that we need help up here. We have been 
living through collective trauma generation after generation after generation. And there's this this constant narrative of like black women being like strong and got it all together all the time. Mm-hmm. I call it like the Angela Bassett effect. Like why does she always have to be in stuff where she is just has the weight of the world on her all the time and has to fight everybody and everything all the time? Because sometimes it's, it's too hard. It's too heavy. And I would like to do something like that. I don't know what that looks like yet. I don't know if it's like a a film or a series, but that would be the thing that I would want to do most to to highlight that, to let people know like, hey, you're not alone in this because that's how films and And stuff. And you don't have to be strong all the time. You don't. Sometimes you don't got it. I don't got it. I want to lay on the floor and cry. I feel you. I feel (laughs) you. I feel you. And I just want to see it. I feel you. I feel, and I, I want to see like, a black I feel woman. Like, yes, because I feel like white women get to do that all the time. How yeah. many shows and films do we see where white women get to have like a mental breakdown and someone come rescue them? Yeah. But we don't get that. Yeah. Because if as soon as we do have the breakdown, it's like, well, I got to pull it together because my kids or my mama mm-hmm. needs me or my sister needs me or everybody needs Somebody me. Somebody needs me. Like, Lord. Can I need somebody? I feel you. I like that for you. It's going to happen. Um, so in, in preparing for a role like that, how do you prepare for an audition? And what is your process? And what mistake do you see a lot that actors make? Or maybe you made that you don't do anymore? I like, I like it worded that way better. Um, the mistake that I make, like the first thing that would get me is looking at the lines. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, there's so many words. How am I going to learn all of these lines? And as I've moved through this, I have learned to really focus on the relationship. And the first thing I think about is, who am I and what do I want from the person I'm talking to? What do I need from them? How do I feel about them? I focus way more on the relationship. Nikki and I uh, take classes with Steven Anderson um, actor's work and he always drills the importance of the relationship. Like the words don't matter outside of the relationship. So once I learned to focus on that first, like then the words come. He said, I remember him saying in class once, like, are you going to be this person or are you going to get your lines right? And I was like, "Mm, that'll preach. Come on, super objective. Come on, super objective. All right. I like that. I like that's great advice. Okay. Changed my life. Mm-hmm. So what's the mistake you see that or what's the mistake that, that, that was the mistake you made? Focus the mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you look at the script and you're like, what? This is five right. pages. Oh my gosh, it's so many lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's where that I think that's where a lot of actors do fail. Not even just that, they worry about they that's the first thing they start doing is they start memorizing. Mm-hmm. They'll print start their memorize the words. And then it's like, okay, all right, here I am. I'm memorizing. I'm memorizing. I'm memorizing. It's like, you know, when I have people come in and tape, it's the same thing. I'm like, so, you know, lines, but you're not showing me at all how you feel about this person or, mm-hmm. you know, you're making no decisions about what you want from this person, what they're trying to get from you but you know your lines, you know? So that's, I mean, that's, (laughs) that's perfect, 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 perfect advice. I told one of my students like, okay, 
you get a sticker. You learned all of your words. <laughs> Perfectly. Job. And in order. And like not missing one word. You said all of them. You got the and you got a and you got of in there too. Yeah. I'm Perfect. proud of you. Really? No. I don't believe anything <laughs> that you just said. But you got all of your words right. You got all your words right. So. <laughs> so before your career took off, what were you doing financially to stay afloat? And, you know, once your career d- did begin to just, you know, you started becoming working out, do you have a plan B? Is there something that you're like, all right, if this don't work, this is what I'm going to do? So before I was doing all of this, I was working full time at the Renaissance Hotel in downtown Dallas. It's the big, if, you know, y'all are listening in this area, it looks like a big lipstick um, at the front desk. And I was kind of like trying to, I just wanted a job so I could start paying back my loans, you know. Hello. Um, Forgive the loans. Okay, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's where I was and just trying to figure it out. And this was always something that I liked doing on the side. And I never really thought it could become like a full-time career type deal. It was very an incremental kind of shift. So I think that's an interesting question of like plan B. I will. I would say my plan B would be teaching because I always have done that in some sort of capacity. Um, Not even just acting, like just working with kids and different leadership roles, different sports teams and stuff that I've been in. So that's always been a part of me. Uh, So I would say that would be my plan B. But in a real sense, this might sound really terrible, like acting kind of was a plan B because I didn't know one that I could do this. I didn't know it was available. And then that I would be good at it. And it took me a while to like embrace, Oh, I could do this. Like this could be a thing. And it just kind of kept unfolding as I moved forward in it. And so now it's like, well, well, yeah, we didn't come this far. Let's see what else we can do. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) There's a lot. Um, And so you mentioned that you're a teacher um, or that's a part of you, but I know that you are teaching classes. So can you tell us, is there a specific method? You kind of mentioned the super objective and, you know, what do you want from a scene and all of that. But is there a specific method that you use in classes um, overall? And I was going to say with your acting, but you can explain that. Like no. Meisner or Stella Adler or any of those people? Or do you just... I feel like it's a combination of several different things. I am very method in my in my performance. And I, and I have started embracing a lot of like the Meisner techniques of, you know, saying like the same thing back and forth and do I believe you kind of thing. But I feel like it's a... Everybody, once you get to a certain place, you kind of study all of these individual things and take all the pieces that work for you and mm-hmm. stir them together and hang on to that. So I don't really teach a specific technique. I remember uh, the late Phyllis Cicero, who recently passed, she said to me once, your job is to make me believe you. And that's what I hang my hat on now. Do I believe you? I don't believe you. So let's go back. And I say that to myself as well. Like when I look at my own tapes, did I believe this? If I didn't believe it, 
okay, let's go back and figure out more things. I like that. I like, no, I mean, I was very deep into Meisner and then I studied with other people and now I'm just like, well, let's see what we can make work. And (laughs) I was, you know, I was studying with Leslie Kahn and she's a very different approach as well. Um, She's about getting that job and learning what you're actually auditioning for, which makes a huge difference. Um, so I, I get you on that. Um, but there are some people who stick to one kind of person and I'm just like, or one kind of method. And I'm like, but you need all of those things. That, that is one thing that I, you know, I love working with Steven and getting down into, to really living and being in these characters and focused on the race relationship. But just like you said, I'm like, but wait, how do I get the job? Like, I need to get the job. It wasn't enough out there that was saying, how do I book the role first? I could do all of this, you know, intense and journaling and, you know, sitting for five and, and, and living in these moments and creating these amazing backstories for these characters, but I ain't get the job yet. And then how do I do it quickly with this audition? It's due tomorrow. I don't, yeah, I don't, exactly. I don't have a week. <laughs> Right. I, I can't. Five. I got to look at these. Check on the line. <laughs> Don't have five. This is due now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just gave it to me. <laughs> and they want me back in in 10 minutes. Right. Like, what do I do? Yeah. No, I get it. I totally get it. But so, I think all the things matter. So speaking of getting jobs, are there any projects right now that you're currently ro- working on or anything coming out that we should be on the lookout for? Um. Well, I mean, the Chosen just came out on Sunday. So if you guys have the app, you can watch. Oh, who's calling me? Hey, Justin. <laughs> hey, boo. Answer. <laughs> um, so that is- I think I love Justin more than I love Kanisha. Um, Everyone story, loves Justin. Story. Story. <laughs> me and Kanisha were in class together. At um, the Extra Mile Glenmore Shower, when her and Justin started dating, and she would come in, she was like, "I met this guy, and I like him, but I don't know, but I don't know, and I'm not sure." And, I'm, and there was just so much, there was so so much angst going on within Kanisha, like. And then all of a sudden, she just, just kind of gelled, and I was like, "We love." <laughs> and this is, all of five, this is what, five years later, six years later. Five. Oh, and I love Justin. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Justin, if you want to come on the show, Nikki, you know. I love Justin. Don't look. Nikki loves you. I'll do do like that. I'll do like that. Um, And I would love to meet you because, I mean, you're getting rave reviews. He's just so good for my show. I hold in high esteem. No, I respect your opinion. Nikki, you know. Like, I respect your opinion. Like, I met you and I'm like, okay, we're going to be like together. And I don't even know if Nikki really wanted to, but I was like, I'm going to be in your life. <laughs> I was like, oh, cling on. <laughs> Man, you will never. <laughs> exactly. Now we like see it. No, I'm kidding. Um, so is The Chosen is on the um, pottery... It's on the app. You have to download the chosen app. It's free. Okay. Um, okay. I do like I have like when you do films and stuff, that's always the interesting thing. I have several things that I have done. I just don't know when they're coming out. Stuff coming out later in 2021. 
Um, there's the the film that Nikki so awesomely helped me tape, uh, do the callback for for um, Black as Night. That project is going to be coming out later this year. I'm really excited about that one um, because the the day I came back from Louisiana when we shot it, a week after that is when everything started shutting down and the pandemic happened. And I was like, no! Because <laughs> this was so, so cool. It's a really great uh, feature. And I was like, this is going to be a really good look. And I thought for the longest, like, they're not even going to finish it. It's not going to happen. And then later in the pandemic, I they called and asked me to do some ADR. And I was like, oh, so it's happening? And then I saw in the little, little group, um, they have a little group chat kind of app thing where they would start taking pictures again. And they were, they were kind of sharing updates on the project. So I did. I got to talk to the director and she was like, no, your work is amazing. It's very, very moving. We were all crying in uh, watching some of the dailies. And this is going to be really, really great. And they had me do ADR from my house, which was interesting. Um, so I hope they, <laughs> hope they got it. But it's coming out. Sometime in 2021. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we will, and it's called Black as Night. Black as Night. Yeah, it's an Amazon project. Okay. Amazon Prime. I love that. Okay, we'll be looking out for that. Um, so we are coming to the point in our podcast where we ask everyone these same three questions. Oh, yes. um, <laughs> they are real, just, you know, just little things that you've picked up in your life. So... Broke advice, gifted advice, and black advice. Um, we've had interesting advice, like black advice, stay black. I don't know how you could not stay black, but that was advice, and it was very good advice. Um, but you know, in in all of your experience for artists who are maybe trying to figure this out. Gosh, okay. Broke advice, I would say do what you can with what you got until you can do what you want. Mm. Like, don't try to, if you got a full-time job, be the best that you can be and do what you can on the side until it shifts. Cause that's literally what happened to me. I remember holding my hands up like this and I was working full-time. I was doing little stuff at the church and I said, Lord, I want to do this. And it all happened. It was incremental little by little. So do what you got. Do do what you can with what you got until you can do what you want. You should have told me that before I got laid off. Okay. <laughs> Gifted advice. <laughs> Taking um, no. Gift two advice. years later. I would say know that you are enough, that you you matter. One of the things that I started implementing in um in my classes and the workshops that I teach is I have my students do an affirmation to say that I am here. I belong here. I deserve to be here. I am right where I'm supposed to be because I am worthy and I am enough. If you can hang on to the enoughness, mm -hmm. that would be my gifted advice. And your black advice. Black advice, own it. All of it. I am, I, that, that's, that's not so bad. I was about to say, that's one thing I appreciate about myself. But this sounds terrible. But that, um, that is one thing I've been very intentional about, like wearing my hair natural, 
you know, all of those little things own every single piece of your blackness and and don't feel like you have to like shy away from that or um, change it or adjust. The, the people will find you, especially right now. They're looking for us, especially us in particular. Black women, we are on the come up. It is our turn to shine. Finally, because it's been, it's, I mean, Lord, it's been a while. Um, it's been a minute. It's, it's been a minute. Um, well, how can we follow you, support you, your social media, website? All of my stuff is just my first and last name, except Twitter. Because uh, as y'all can see, it's a lot of letters. <laughs> but I'm just at, at Kenesha Thompson on Facebook, on Instagram. Can- on Twitter, it's Kenesha T. Uh, and I will spell and that's that. that's Kenesha right, with two got- N's. Yeah, mm-hmm. two N's. Yeah. It's K-E-N-N-E-I-S-H-A. Here's a way to remember it. It's Kenneth. And then you take off the T-H and put Isha, I-S-H-A. Is that how your name. parents came up with your name? My okay. daddy's name is Kenneth. Okay. Because, you know, we black. <laughs> of course. <laughs> we we got to do stuff like that. It's like, <laughs> my name is Jane. My husband's name is Earl. Our child is Jerl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know. General. 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 Jenny Earl. Yeah. Well, uh, we will put all of that information um, in the show notes. Kanisha, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for putting up with our our mess. (laughs) Um, Shout out to Kanisha, who also came on here last minute because we had... um, a cancellation and I was just like well I've been wanting her on the cup podcast so hopefully she'll say yes because I know she's busy and she's working and she said yes Yay. Thank you. I'm so Thank glad you so that you guys invited me this is fun Congratulations. No, like I, I think that what you have, other people need to hear. So, and I'm very happy for you. I keep on liking your posts, and you know, I'm gonna watch on Amazon, and I will download the app just to watch that, yeah, and to see Devon Jesus. Ooh, Devon. and uh, Devon Jesus, we can't see him. Yeah, no, that was the Potter's house. That was Potter's that, house. That happened all. Friday. I thought the, I thought that. Oh, the chosen is not the Potter's house. No, Mm-mm. no. No, why did I think the chosen was Potter's show. house? I don't know. Okay, well, yeah, I'll still watch it. This is fine on the on the chosen, so don't get your hopes up. What um, did you say? <laughs> I, said, I don't think Jesus is as fine on the chosen, so don't get your hopes up. You know? I mean, it's kind of messed up to watch. Like, you know the white people that tried to make Jesus fine. Well, who is that blonde-headed Fabio-looking Jesus? That's the white That's true. Guy. That's true. They did but make him Jesus cut. I'm sure he was not son. that cut, like in real life. No, but it's helpful because you're supposed to be focused on what he's saying. Jonathan yeah. looks so like he, a regular dude. Gotta look regular. Yeah, he, Jesus came Divide, by. I was like, Mm-mm. his tunic is, I'm telling y'all, he walked out and his hands were like this. You know when your arms don't touch the side? Oh, Lord. Yeah, and he, mm. How's and he had voice? the little rap. It's booming. Like. I see, so I didn't have any scenes with him. So I was sad about that. But I did get to talk to him afterwards. I just noticed when we, when I watched the playback, they had the little rap thing on him. And it was like, they had him kept looking through it like this. See, 
they made Jesus sexy. I was like, why did y'all do that? <laughs> that's that's arousing. That's right. not, you're not supposed to be arousing. I'm sinning. I'm sinning watching this. <laughs> and it was just like, it was in slow-mo too. And the little piece was like right over one eye. Was <laughs> it was it waving? Was it yes, like kind of moving in the wind? <laughs> and he would be like, <laughs> That's not okay. That's Sin. not okay, bitch. Right here, I'm lusting. I'm lusting. <laughs> that is not After somebody else's husband. <laughs> oh, who's playing Jesus? Yes. Okay. And I'm telling y'all, his tunic, it, it came to the knee, maybe. I was oh, like, y'all. All his calves, he had good calf muscles. That's why I was like, can we, can we give him a long tunic? Yeah. Can he get a wrap around the middle? Jesus been doing calf raises. Exactly. <laughs> It's it was not, a lot of that. It's not right. It's uh-huh. not right. It's not right. Um, and Chris Michelle, who did Chris play? Was she Mary Magdalene? Like, yes. you know, she was. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kanisha. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> she had a song. She had several songs. To oh, sing. that makes sense. She was. Did she sing about Trump? Okay, just kidding. Thank you so much, Kanisha. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on the show. Have a wonderful (laughs) evening. So y'all just gonna let me be the messy one by myself. Okay, I see how y'all gonna do it. Okay. I mean, we already, I already talked about her Basquiat. Like, I don't need to say (laughs) anything else. I'm done. Okay. Thank you. Thank y'all so much. Love you. Later. Bye. Bye. That was great. I'm glad we were able to get Kanisha on. Yeah, um, she's so wonderful. To wrap up the 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 podcast, we've got to give out some awards before we go. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna start off with our Bath Award. So our broke <laughs> award goes to today. Da, 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 da. No, no. Is it Scott Rudin or Chris? Or do, do they, can they Chris. both get him? It's got to be Chris. Chris is awful. Yeah. Okay, so this is another reality star. We This has been a reality star show. Um, If you watch Married at First Sight, it's a show on Lifetime. Yes. Uh, and it's basically these three uh, relationship experts. It's like a pastor, a, a sex expert, and like yeah. a psychologist Dr. or something. Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Dr. I love Dr. Pepper. Um, have all these people, have all these candidates, and they match them up based on what's on paper and them meeting them. And so they have, I think, five couples this season. And basically, this show has gone from Married at First Sight to Everybody Hates Chris. Because... There is this couple. They are um, a black couple. They're in their mid-late 20s. Chris and Paige. From the beginning, Chris, okay? So you get married. You meet your husband, your spouse, whatever, the day you're getting married. Like, at that altar. That's when you meet them on this show. Chris, uh, I will never get this out of my head. Somebody posted, I know Chris is not talking about Paige when he looks from like Lester from 227. And I can never, ever not see anything else. Not to say Lester was an unattractive man, but for a 27-year-old man to look like, I think Lester was probably like 40, 50 at that time. Yeah, I get it. 
Um, but basically, as soon as he saw Paige, he was just like, she's 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 unattractive. She's not she's not it. Um, I don't think Paige is unattractive. No, I don't think she is either. She's cute shape, cute face. Yeah. Um, but this man has been awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's now like, you know, they have, I think they have eight weeks of this, you know, marriage to figure out if they want to continue. From the beginning, first of all, the first night he had sex with her. Yes, he did. Okay. Oh, regardless. Twice. Not just twice. Time, twice. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Twice. And then they were still having sex. Right. But then you're sitting there talking about, oh, I had a panic attack because of how unattracted I am. Oh, to he's you. a bitch. That, that's what he is. And I, I mean, I don't like to call people bitches because that's just, it, but he's a little old bitch. I he mean, is he, he stay, he stay crying. He stay um, having anxiety. And, and I get, you know, I, I don't like to down talk people about their mental illness and stuff like that. But his, but, but when you use your mental, your mental illness and stuff starts affecting other people, that's a problem. Yeah. And you don't acknowledge it. And he is just, he's abusive. He is keep trying to keep her on his leash or... He's manipulative. His, yeah, and it's it's mm-hmm. disgusting. And he's... Mm-hmm. He I get it. Shit is what he is. But last night, so basically, the spoiler alert, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. So... They basically, uh, he he came to a point where he was like, I have an ex, she's pregnant. I want to get back with her. And he basically was like, I, I don't want to do this, you know, marriage thing anymore. I don't want it. But at the same time, he's still whispering in her ear, I- I'm afraid I might fall in love with you. And it's like, nigga, sit your ass down and shut up. You talk about like, I'm, I'm crying because you're so ugly to me. And then in the next, moment you're like i i'm afraid i might love you or i'm spiritually attracted to you and he's also one of those like christian men who's like god first blah blah blah. and so is she so she i feel is taking on all of this because she's like well i'm in a marriage and god wants me to do this and blah, blah no he doesn't um so basically he gets the broke af because last night their marriage is over. They're not going to do this. Obviously, they're not going past. But he, they were talking to the uh, the pros and he was like, I, I don't think I'm going to, I can't apologize to her for what I've done. And Pastor Cal was just like, oh, God. Oh, so are it was you last night decision day? Was it decision day last night? No, 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 oh. no. Like, they're not going to make it to decision day. They're done. Oh. Okay. They're not making it. But he bought his baby mama a Mercedes. And her name is Mercedes. That's so nice. Yes. Um, and you know, he's gonna have a kid with her. And Pastor Guy was like, but you don't have to end this marriage because you're gonna have a baby with your ex. And he was like, I mean, she could have come with us when I when I went to go buy the car for my ex. And I'm like, can you imagine asking your wife? to come with you that's why that's why this i mean the the show is stupid i mean honestly like i me and me and carlton have talked about this he he watched a couple of episodes not this season but of previous seasons with me and he was like how is this even possible because i mean you can't you can't just meet somebody and feel like you are in a true marriage you can't and so 
I think this is the first couple who actually made that known, if that makes sense. I mean, other ones didn't make it. They gave it the good old college try or whatever. But like Chris was just like, even from jump, he was just like, I'm going to do me um, and I'm not, um, I make no apologies about it. But I, I do hope he um, falls into a manhole. But the thing is, like, he, I feel there are couples that have made it from this. There are couples that have kids that have oh, been yeah. married for yeah. years. Yeah. But if you come into something like this, you have to have the right intentions. And Chris, first of all, was engaged earlier in the year. Yeah. And then he's been engaged before. So I feel like he gave a, like, he gave a fake persona. I feel like, to he, the, I feel like he wanted to be on TV. Probably. Probably. Yeah. So you broke as fuck, Chris. And Paige, I'm so happy that you came out of that nonsense that you were in because I literally was starting to like not like you either because I was just like, oh, girl, at this point, you get you deserve what he gives you because you're still. Ugh. Yeah, she's probably gonna find her a good, a good, good boyfriend out, out of this. She does. And she's a cute girl. Like, do you, boo? Yeah. Like, don't, 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 yeah. don't. Anyway, moving on to better things. Yeah. Our gifted AF goes to Amanda Gorman. She is the young poet laureate who spoke at the inauguration of Joe Biden, who was just amazing. She's like 22, I think, 21, really young. Um, She's honored to be the first ever poet on the cover of Vogue. Um, And she was wearing... Virgil Abloh, who, eh, whatever. Um, but I love that she is the, she's on the cover and she's young and she's amazing and she's talented and she's gifted AF. And she is still staying true to herself, even though she's very young. And she was talking about how she has turned down over $17 million of endorsements mm. because they were not with the right companies. They did not have the right messaging for what she does. And I was like, girl, I don't know if I would have stayed true, but mm. hey. How about it? Especially at 21, I'm not sure I would have stayed true. At this age, yes. But at 21, I would have been like, oh, okay. You want me to say what, when, where? Okay. For 17? Okay. Wow. So she gets the gift today, yeah. Yay. This is, um, I think that's it. Yeah. Did you have something you want to say? Or oh, do you want to say for next I'm week? I'm going to go behind the curtain, but we're, we're, we're very far over. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure this uh, trial, the Derek Chauvin, George Floyd, uh, is going on um, in two weeks. So I will go behind the curtain on my thoughts with that. Um, but uh, until then, I think we are wrapped. On the- we are. Thank you for listening. Support. Follow us. Broke gifted black. Broke gifted and black podcast at uh, what is that called? Instagram and Facebook and email us. Hey. Uh, like and shout out to Elijah Nelson who edits all of these. Yay. Thank you so much, so much, so much. We'll Thanks, see guys. you back in two weeks. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.